Hey, Chad, check out the cool new stuff that we just put up on the internet. Oh, dude, we have been posting some hot threads, but oh, I haven't seen these new ones. Ooh, what's this over here? Oh, yeah, touch them. Touch and feel the softness of them. Oh, I am. I'm reaching across the internet through the screen like a very creepy effect, and I'm these are some good threads. You set your hand teleporter up to goosebuds.store. Puts you right there into the internet. You can feel the ball boy <laughs> shirt. Beautiful ball boys. <laughs> You can feel the you can you can feel the skelly, and you can feel the hat, uh, the goosebuds hat that looks like it kind of has weed signs on it. Yeah, it's a great way to show that you love both possibly marijuana and the podcast Goosebuds. Uh, where do you, where do you go, Paul? That is Goosebuds.store. See you there, you dirty weedsters. <laughs> I'm going to go to bat for this book. Just so, you, just so both of you know, I am definitely going to wow. defend this book. What, Paul? What you're going to sit the ground running on this bad garbage book that you're defending it? Uh, this book was so good, it changed my life. <laughs> what? What's happening? Okay, hold on. Okay, we just we just met, but I'm picking up your sarcasm already. I feel, I, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying that there are like. Let's be honest. There uh -huh. are certain phrases mm -hmm. in novels that <laughs> really uh they're they're useful for foreshadowing and not much else. Okay. There there is one one in particular, like on the second page. Here we go. Uh huh. She's talking about her aunt Greta. Yeah. She is tall and skinny and kind of pretty, with a delicate round face and big, sad, dark eyes. I don't look at all like my aunt. I don't know who I look like. I don't remember my mom that well, and I never knew my father. <laughs> Aunt Greta told me he disappeared soon after I was born. Mm. And you know what? I read those those sentences, and I was like, yo mama fucked a snowman. <laughs> 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 and was I wrong? No. You were 100% on point with that. She banged a snowman. Yeah, I guess so. She Jack Frosted a snowman, yeah. right? She like, yeah, okay. She had icicles dripping from the chin. You know what's up? <laughs> oh, oh, TK. What? Oh. <laughs> PK's in it's it. PK's in the pipe. <laughs> yeah, PK's in the pipe. Five by five. Well, we, this is the fastest we've ever been on top. We went for a right into the episode. book. Well, I mean, this is a contentious novel that we read. So yes. I, I, she fucked a yeah. snowman. <laughs> Your dad's a snowman. Your mama fucked a snowman. I'm like clapping and holding this this e-reader. My husband's looking at me from the other side of the, <laughs> the, side of the house. He's just like, what is happening? I was like, you don't need to know. It awoke something in me. Yeah. I was like, I'm working, baby. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we should introduce. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. We should introduce. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to Goosebumps, Hello. the podcast where we cover YA novels like Goosebumps. Welcome. I'm Chad Quant. Uh, with me is my co host and great friend, Paul Ritchie. Hello. Hi. Uh, uh, regular host, Dom, uh, fell into the shadow Still realm in the shadow once realm, again. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he was just trying to find something in his closet. He was trying to put on some shoes to go for a nice run. And next thing you know, he was in the Shadow Realm. I heard he met a nice snowman in there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, can you ever really, tr- not, not to be too judgmental, can you ever trust someone in the Shadow Realm? That's true. Right? It is the Shadow Realm. Uh, it is the Shadow Realm. So, uh, wonderfully lucky we are to have a guest subbing in for Dom is the amazing TK. Uh uh, A.K. T.K. Johnson is that is that is that a fair yeah. name to give you? Yeah, T.K. Johnson. I would say uh, one of the most fair names. Uh, practically my legal name. <laughs> <laughs> fair by law. So close. <laughs> T.K. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's me. T.K. It's T.K. T.K. Would you like to tell a little bit about yourself, just for just oh, for our listeners? Um, I'm T.K. I'm. 33 years old i love spooky stories my first chapter book was one of the goosebump books don't know what number it was but there were some dead kids in it there's that's nice Mm. it was a ghost (laughs) that that whittles it down to about like 20 books yeah yeah for sure uh i feel like the books were the book was like in the double digits okay but do you remember the cover at all uh, the cover was like a deep dark blue, and there was a mm-hmm. dead tree on it, and like a rocky outcropping, like maybe a lake or something okay. like that. And it's huh. definitely a night scene, but I don't remember if there's any um characters on the cover. I don't think so. I will say that like the twist is that the three siblings find their own gravestones. Ghost speech is that ghost, it's ghost speech? speech? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, ghost, ghost, ghost speech. Yeah. yeah, that was my ghost first chapter speech. book. Come on down to Ghost Beach. Man, that's that's what got me like uh the pizza party for Accelerated Reader. That's Oh what yeah, you get <laughs> that, like, that pizza hut yeah. the pizza hut the stickers. Hut reads, yeah. Hut reads, hut reads. Yeah. I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> I read that book like three times, took <laughs> took all the different tests on. I was like, give me that pizza. I ate a lifetime, oh, yeah. a lifetime's worth of pan pizzas because of that reading program. Oh, for sure. Of course, I think I think all of the uh, YA novels of the '90s had Pizza Hut grease just kind of like oh, caked into yeah. the, the page corners, sort yeah. of thing. If you were a true friend, you left like a little pizza grease thumbprint on the pages that had to do with the the test questions. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> that is a that is a sinister underbelly of that. Cheat! Cheated. Cheat! Cheat, cheat, cheat. TK, you're like a like a like a bad kid nerd. I love it. ABC, always be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I would have probably been a staunch uh, opponent of yours cheating on the Pizza Hut test as a kid, but now I'm totally about it. Oh, Burn it all down. Sure. Man, you know, I'd get that free pizza. Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, and I tell this story a lot, so I'm sorry for your listeners if they've Please. heard it before, but I memorized all the elec- the accelerated reader tests for the boxcar children. Whoa. So I would be like, I would I would go in and I wouldn't even have read the book, but I did it every year just so I'd have 100% on my accelerator reader test, which you had to take like 25 tests or something like that to get like sure. the perfect score for mm-hmm. it. And so I'd go and I'd be like, I don't know what the question is. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what this book was about, but I do know A, B, C, Whoa. C, B, A, D, C, C. <laughs> was it the same pattern every time? It sure was. You know oh why? Because they don't expect for eight-year-olds to cheat. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. That's my incredible. God. Yeah. 
for sure. I, I wasted all that time reading those books for real. God damn it. <laughs> I know. I can't tell you a single damn thing about boxcar children, but you know. I just want to put a Scantron sheet down in front of you and watch you just like burst out. Like, that's boxcar number 25 right there. Yeah. A scientist just looks over and goes, my God. She's right. It's true. I am right. This is all correct. <laughs> I just want to. I do, do want to say. I just came up with a conspiracy theory, and I do believe that uh, Pizza Hut had money behind the Goosebumps franchise, and that the the reading program was a way for them to sell more pizzas and more Goosebumps books. I'm going to say that now. Oh, for sure. But who who didn't walk into like a scholastic bookstore like uh book fair mm-hmm. with like five dollars burning a hole in their pocket oh, and be like, I'm a god. I can't I oh, am gonna yeah. walk out with yeah. the, like four scariest goosebumps books that are in. Here. My kingdom. <laughs> I was gonna maximize that five dollars. If I got like four eighty five, you know there's a ten cent like eraser down there at the oh, eraser yeah. bookmark. Yeah, tootsie getting... rolls, yeah, tootsie, tootsie rolls. rolls for five cent. You're like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, I'm getting three of those little mother. I'm getting sugared up and I'm getting scared later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's uh, speaking of getting scared, we read a super scary book, I guess, <laughs> that, you know, you two found thrilling. Okay, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, this one starts with a dead mom. That's very scary. That's incredibly scary. And I think it might be the first <laughs> one. I think it might be the first one that had a dead mom in it or a dead parent in it, general. It, it is more stakes than normal. Yeah. Is um, it? Yeah, like I would say this starts slow. It starts faster than most of the books. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like for a lot of the books I read, like Werewolf and Fever Swamp, mm-hmm. there are uh, several books that start out with like you have to go live with this relative now or whatever. Mm-hmm. They they definitely put the kids a lot of there's look there's a lot of bad parenting going on in the Goosebumps series. Oh, for sure, they're <laughs> pawning those kids off on any aunt, uncle. I, you know, random grandparent that lives in a swamp. You know, they're, they're doing that all the time. Oh, yeah. It's just a stray neighbor with like free time. You want to take these kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. It's like, how do you let your kids get into almost puberty? Like on the brink, on the cusp. On the cusp. Even, mm-hmm. And never mention to them that you're actually monsters who eat monsters. <laughs> like that never comes up. They don't have like no. a third belly button or something like that. Where they're just like. Yeah, there's got to be some tell. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> TK, okay. I, before we dive too far into this one, I'm getting the sense that you are a, a bump head. <laughs> that's that's a compliment, by yeah. the way, wow. not an insult to be a bump head. Um, yeah, like yeah, like you're like I'm into goosebumps. I'm a bump oh, head. I yeah, go crazy. I, for- I was yeah, I was super into goosebumps. Um, most of the classics, but I never. I, I there's so fucking many of them, and then they renumbered a bunch of them because of the the show. Um, uh huh. They were like, okay, whatever one's got made into the show, those are our classics. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. That's what's okay. I always assumed that they, you know, they said they were classics. TK, I think you're right that they said that. But I think they picked yeah, the ones sure. that they were like, which ones don't need any effects for us to do? So that oh, we can for do- sure. Yeah. What can we shoot in the backwoods of Canada? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What can we pull off? It's like, which one is going to look good on a t shirt? Is Slappy overrated? That. Yes. Yeah. That's where it really was. Oh, and we're totally on. No, we're totally on board with that. Curly is who we like. We like Curly on this show. Is Curly the other dummy? Curly's the cool skeleton. Curly's the the mascot skeleton who didn't actually have a book, I guess, at any point. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, we hype up Curly on here. We we put Curly over. We put Curly over. That's cool. I didn't know that was his name. I knew that there was like a skeleton mascot, but I never knew that there was like uh, that he had a name. That's really interesting. I, I. 
I mostly read the books like in like third and fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like, quote unquote, graduated to the show in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And then when I was mm-hmm. a middle schooler, my dad was like, I'm not getting you these books anymore. So I started reading like Fear Street. Uh huh. Oh, so you upgraded to the Fear Street. Okay. Yeah, my dad was pretty much like, look, we're not, we're, you don't have Scholastic Book Fair anymore, and, like, you need more chapter books. Yeah. Uh, so he let me read, like, he let me read Fear Street for, like, sixth grade, seventh and eighth grade, I got to read, like, Christopher Pike, mm-hmm. and then he was like, here you go, Anne Rice, and I was like, really? You want me to ruin my entire life with this? Okay, I guess that's fine. <laughs> that turns you into the dark sorceress you yeah. are today. He was like, are you are you ready? Let's do Stephen King, and I was like, which Stephen King book? And he was like, The Stand. Oh, damn. Like, really? Wait. Why? <laughs> I was like- Wow, what a cool parent. Is he? Really? Because it's like 800 <laughs> pages. That's a long-ass book. I have to take that shit to school. It's that's heavy. That's a lot of that's a lot of lugging you got to do when you got to. If stand you read in there. the stand, you get an entire Pizza Hut. Like you own you, that. You restaurant. have a franchise. Yeah, you yeah. get a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> franchise. That's why all the Pizza Huts went out of business. Is because all these kids inherited the st- the the restaurants from reading the stand or big books. Yeah. Too much responsibility. Too early. I didn't read that shit either. I watched the movie yeah. and then I looked at the Wikipedia page when I grew up, so I could still have conversations with my dad about it. And I'm gonna be straight <laughs> with you right now. I ain't read this fucking book either. I'm sitting here with a fucking goosebumpsfandom.com <laughs> wiki open. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. I think that's valid. You have proven you have proven your knowledge of the lore of the goosebumps. TK- I got like four chapters in and i was like i don't i don't know <laughs> dk have you proven anything to us in the in the early moments of this podcast it's that you're very good at cheating so i i, I think am, i'm so I think, good i think you'll do fine but i'm bad at lying mm-hmm. that's that's mm. my downfall <laughs> i appreciate uh, well we'll fi- help fill in the the gaps of this story that might be missing from the wiki which i I, I don't think there's really that many details missing. No. There's really not. It's first of all, it's a very comprehensive wiki. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> maybe fewer fewer ellipses. Yeah, um, oh, always. Fewer oh, you have a note on the, on the wiki? wiki? Yeah. <laughs> I should I should put a note in here like more ellipses, please. It's just like who there are like I started to take notes on this book and mm. there were like some things where she's like she's like there's a snowman with a scar across the street uh-huh. my boots crunched loudly as I stepped up to mm-hmm. the snowman and examined it carefully fucking why <laughs> it's just a goddamn snowman <laughs> why though your ass is from Chicago she knows winter she lives why in Chicago why would you ever yeah like, why would you right. ever Stop. All the time, mailmen are getting like turned into snowmen on just random corners of Chicago, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, you step like, outside it. You step outside in January in Chicago, and you turn into a damn snowman instantly. Plus, like, I'm just saying, I, I don't know, I don't know how it was for y'all growing up, but like, don't walk into people's yards. <laughs> <laughs> no, also that you don't mess with someone's snowman. Like when you're an eight year old kid or something, it's kind of like mm, okay, but she's. I mean, she kind of comes off as like a 12-year-old, maybe mm-hmm, 12 to mm-hmm, 14. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you old enough. Like, get out of that yard. You know private property. Stop fucking around. <laughs> I, you know, since we're on the subject of, of punctuation, I do want to bring up a... I had a little bit of an issue with the beware comma, the snowman. Because does that mean yeah. that the snowman's name is beware? Like, like what's the comma doing there? Oh, Are you talking I, to the snowman? Yeah, I thought that was actually intentionally. I thought that was a misdirect. So the... 
the opening poem of this that they say over and over again yeah. for those not with the wiki yeah. is when the snows blow wild and the days grows old. Beware the snowman, my child. Beware oh. the snowman. He brings the cold. And so I was like, oh, it is a poem for the snowman. That's the twist. This it's oh. a we are the bad guys. Oh. No, that's not what the end of this book is at all. No. I totally thought yeah. that was an intentional misdirect on the yeah, uh, I, bad grammar. I didn't notice the commas at all, which is I probably should have, but I sure didn't. <laughs> I just I, I was reading into I spent like a whole like five minutes just deep diving into Beware the Snowman, my child. As in like, oh, this is written from the mother of the snowman. That's no. okay. I like that oh, I like that interpretation. That makes way more sense. And it's only more proof that somebody fucked a snowman. <laughs> um <laughs> Beware the snowman, because he got a big old dick. That's See? what the rest of that poem was. <laughs> it's like huge. Huge. He can make it any um, size he wants. He just fashions a dick whenever he needs one. That's amazing. <laughs> no, what I focused on was like, what's he bringing the cold for? He's a fucking snowman. Shouldn't it already be cold? But, you know. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, there should already be snow. Yeah, I think we got a Game of Thrones situation here where he's- Yeah, where he's, this is absurd. He's bringing some dark cold. People fucking <laughs> snowmans, cold ass snowmans. <laughs> So well, let's set the let's set the ground. Yeah, set for this the table. A bit, set right? the table. Yeah. yeah. Set the table is uh, Jacqueline, I believe, is her name. Is who knows this poem? I should have figured that out too, because like Jack Frost, I get it. Oh fuck! Oh, I didn't. Oh. Shut the podcast down. That blew my mind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, there's a less clever name that I wanted to talk to you about in this very beginning. Mm-hmm. The Jacqueline from Chicago. Yeah who was the star basketball player on her girls' team. And she talks about how her friends are probably all going to see a Bulls game. And I was like, yes, I relate to Mm -hmm. this. I relate to Uh, this. Her Aunt Greta, who obviously does not love Jacqueline, she loves, Jacqueline loves basketball. She was living in Chicago during the Jordan era of the Bulls, and she made her move (laughs) away. What the fuck is wrong with you? you away from the cultural (laughs) mecca of your sport Uh, right now to to a town in a... um, Unknown country mm-hmm. uh, called Sherpia. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any chance that name is just Sherpa with an I? <laughs> it feels racist. Yeah. Like, it yeah. feels like. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. Also, I do want to say while we're on the subject of names that Aunt Greta mm-hmm. was a, a missed opportunity for her to be Gerda, which would be a callback to the main character from the Snow Queen. Uh, the, the Wait, you say the Snow Queen, you mean like the original classic Yeah, like, Gerda fable. and Kai. Gerda and Kai oh, were the see, I don't, there's some I don't know their names. That's some deep yeah. that's some deep lore right there. I this love is that. why we have you on TK, because you got this deep <laughs> hey, lore. It's me, professional writer TK. <laughs> <laughs> Minor in folklore and religious studies. Didn't finish college, read too many books. <laughs> you are perfect for this podcast. You sound like a writer to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, so yeah, Sherpia, I just want to ask you guys like uh she called uh, uh, Jacqueline at one point calls it the edge of the Arctic Circle, but it's never specified. I figured out where it if... is. It's Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. 
You think <laughs> she she does say, "Why do we have to move?" I'm, I'm actually I'm reading okay, yeah. okay passages okay. from the book mm-hmm. right now. Why do we have to move from the United yep. States? Mm-hmm. So we know she's not in America. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like everyone's names are just like basic uh, American names. American names. Like, well, that's everyone, why I'm thinking. Like, yeah, I'm Eli Johnson. Or not sorry, not to use yeah. that example. That's your last name. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm no, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Wait, I can't well, use that example. It's like Shit, <laughs> Eli Johnson, and then his sister's name is Rolanda, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah? It, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I think one of the big things that doesn't make sense to me about it is that all of the houses have flat roofs. Uh-huh. Wait, did they say that? that? Are covered with snow. Yeah, they constantly say it, that all the, the houses have flat, they're just square houses with flat roofs. And I was like, why? They, this is not an Arctic town They have some at all. crazy engineering going on there if those can survive Yeah, because that, that doesn't make snow. any sense. The weight of the snow would bust through the mm-hmm. roof. That's why they all have the high peak yeah. houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chalet. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell this entire time if it was like, what's the technological level of this village? Is it all like ca- log cabins or is this just like Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They said hardwood floors uh, and that the houses look like gingerbread houses. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. Here, I am looking at one. A small gray stone building. Who the fuck makes a gray gingerbread house? Who lives in stone in the middle of the Arctic Circle? That makes no sense. <laughs> what is happening? What is this place? <laughs> Serbia? Is fucked up, and it's uh, but it's in Canada. Sure. It's in Canada. Figured it out because it's probably Canada. because the only other countries that are there: Russia, Greenland, Canada, America. She said she left America, and everybody's speaking yeah. English, so it's pretty much gotta be Canada, right? Could be yeah. Norway with a name like Greta, like a Scandinavian. Oh, that's country. true. Oh, country? that's no, that's true. That's true. Maybe it is I, again, Greenland. I was very confused by it, but also I think this detail is important because the the beginning, I'd say, what ten chapters of this book is. We've moved to this new town. I'm suddenly thinking about an old nursery rhyme I heard. I can't remember to tell you why. I, I know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like and like I think you said, TK, yes, it's very quickly hit the I never knew my parents. Mm-hmm. But Aunt yeah. Greta's moved me out here. Because my mom fucked us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's no reason for why they're moving. Usually in like the other the Goosebump mm-hmm. books, it's like dad got a new job or he's yeah. out here on a site. Uh, Gre- did you- Jacqueline is starting this book completely in the dark of why she just moved yeah. across the Did country. you guys also like- make up a reason why she moved there? Because I made up a reason why she moved there. Uh, n- no, but now I did. What did you have? Mine was, I think that Aunt Greta was gambling. She thought that Jordan was over his peak and wasn't going to be able to get another <laughs> championship. And she was putting all her money down on it. And she got herself into some deeper rears and was like, we got to get out of here. We got to go to another country. <laughs> Okay, okay. That's what I think. All right, I like That's that. That's what I think. How about, how about here's my side theory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jacqueline is the daughter of, what was the name? I'm trying to do this reference. I can't remember the name. Steve Ballman or whatever. The the guy who, like, dropped the ball in Chicago, <laughs> lost their fucking minds. Uh, Bartman. Bartman. Fel- <laughs> Bartman, yeah. Ballman. Jesus, if his name was Ballman, that would have been too on the nose. Uh, Jacqueline is the daughter of Steve Bartman, who was blamed for costing the Cubs a World Series, even though it wasn't his fault. Okay. And they were totally not going to... That, was, that wasn't going to matter. Mm-hmm. And his family had to flee Chicago because Chicago people are fucking nuts about sports. Mm-hmm. Especially the Cubbies. Um, yeah, especially the Cubbies. So y'all's are, like, really grounded in reality. My thoughts... <laughs> my thoughts kind of... T- they went along the, like, old 
uh, Goosebumps thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we moved because you're a wear snowman and I need <laughs> you to transform in peace where you'd be safe Wait. from society. Because that's like oh. almost all the Goosebumps books she's where they She's on move. the cusp of puberty and she's about to become <laughs> the wear snowwoman. Oh, you're about yes. to become a snowwoman. You're a wear snowman. Oh my god, that would have made all the stuff where she finds like puddles in the cabin and she doesn't know why. Oh my god! That would have been a metaphor for her like puberty, like she's melting and she doesn't realize. Oh my yes, god. Exactly. And oh. she like she her her auntie, instead of giving her her first training, bro, she answered just like a handful of coal for new buttons. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're a woman now, and like delicately hands her a corn cup. <laughs> That's such a better book than what we read. I know. I'm ready. To, I'm uh, ready to hang it up again because my mind is blown that that is way better than what we got. That's way better. Uh, I mean, yeah, we we mostly spend the first part of this book, uh, Greta exploring this Arctic cold, which I I was impressed that this girl, uh, a teenager, was just like willing to just walk around in the freezing tundra and not stay in and watch cartoons and all day. So I, yeah, and I gotta you. say that the, this book, most of these books uh, do stall for time, like you said, Chad, but I felt like this one at least was giving us there were some nice little, uh, you know, kind of bucolic walks and jaunts through this little town, which was kind of nice to read about. <laughs> it was it was a nice change from the normal, boring uh, American suburbia that we get from Goosebumps. Yeah, that's for true. Sure, for sure, that's true. You can you can you can sell a, a good ice horror in this for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, what are the big scares? She swears she sees a snowman staring at her. Every, it turns out it was one that was yeah. Ninety percent of the big scares are someone running up behind her. That she doesn't know. Yeah, who it is. The, there's like one where she's like, "I felt icy fingers around my neck." I'm like, "I don't give a fu-. like." I know uh-huh. that every epi- every chapter is gonna be a mini cliffhanger that doesn't pay off and mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But I would whoop the shit out of any little boy <laughs> who came up to me, put their fucking he doesn't know on my yeah. neck. He doesn't know who she yeah. is, and he grabbed her neck. That's fucked up. I don't know yeah. who the fuck you are. That's He's like, up. "Haha, did I scare you?" You. And then his sister says he's a total creep, and he says thanks for mm-hmm. the compliment. What the fuck is it's that like, all about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had that same response to like, no, not okay. You guys are not my new friends. No, at all. I'm yeah. not hanging out with the self-professed creep. Okay. Plus, I guess like the siblings didn't really like. I was I was a little annoyed because I felt like there was no payoff for the siblings mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in every. <laughs> Every fucking goosebump thing. I'm like, nope, pair of siblings in a new town. They're nope, you gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're, they're snowmen or something. Like there's something going they're Santa's elves. I don't give a fuck what they are. They're were reindeer. Something. Yeah. They're they're evil. Uh-huh. It's like plus they live in a white house in the middle of like the fucking Arctic Circle, which doesn't make any sense because number one, it's going to be hard to pressure wash. It's going to be dirty all the time because white collects dirt on houses. And we know what dirty snow looks like after two, yeah, two three it days. Looks like trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And number two, if you're that close to the Arctic, why you want a, a white ass house so you can like help out with the snow blindness during the midnight sun months? <laughs> why would you want that? Yeah, how sand. This is a very mm-hmm. uh, a low property value town. I would say. I would say uh, the yeah. Sherpia. Uh, I don't know what its economy is. I don't know what it was based around. It has a church, I think, mm-hmm. and not a school. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think in terms of how o- it works. Offshore millionaires are not buying house investment properties in Sherpia, that's oh, for sure. Oh, no. Unless, unless there's like an oil rig or something nearby, <laughs> yes. which could explain... Uh, never mm-hmm. mind. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, why Why else would sorcerers go to this little town to do their research? Perhaps there's some kind of magical ley lines that you can only get oh, in a place like this uh-huh. because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. You're thinking like a good writer and a DM about why it's so fucking cold. Let's get to the sorcerers. You're right. Let's just let I say right. Let's just jump to the, the them sorcerers. Well, because ultimately, what she we should talk about. Ultimately, what she does is walks around the town, explores stuff. Although I will say, I did the snowmen were kind of stupid, but they gave me like this kind of like folk car vibe that I was I was gonna get a little like a Wicker Man vibe going with this one. Sure, yeah, sure, know, sure, which was sure. kind of cool. Uh, but, but yes, she mostly walks around. She does, before we dive into the sorcerer thing, we should talk about the, uh, what's his name? The dude that she meets, Conrad. Oh, Conrad. Uh, yeah, Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. And, and, and his wolf? Wolf, Wolfsbane, which I thought was a very Chad name. But it's not even Wolfsbane, it's Wolfbane. So it's just like <laughs> singular wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Only a ba- a singular bane, please. I wouldn't want more than Only one. Only one wolf is scared of this, of this other wolf. Yeah, it's like naming your dog like antifreeze or something. <laughs> I mean, why would you name your wolf something that can first of all kill the shit out of it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh I, I think that like names like Nanook are like really like classic nineties uh huskier wolf. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes. But then I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, oh, that's like weird because they're trying to incorporate like Inuit culture yes, into something that has no Inuit culture whatsoever right. and will not even include Inuits themselves. Right, right. And so it's like, yeah. Ugh, no. Yeah, that's some appropriation. I, I just yeah. thought he just really liked the X Men uh, New Mutants and was really into, you know, like giving a shout out to uh, Ron Sinclair. Oh, yeah. Or Rain uh, Sinclair. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Arya Stark's actress, what's her name? Oh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, she was supposed to play her, which I always find uh, very adoring. She's a she's a very charming actress, so I'm she is. Yeah, and Wolfman's a great character, and, also, and B. Conrad was just like, yeah. I love this character, and my other dog, uh, 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 North Star, is not here right now, so it's just gonna be Wolfman. <laughs> uh, TK, to your point, I did want to talk North about Star. how uh, I was getting a very, I was getting like kind of like shocked by some of the stuff that uh, Jacqueline was doing because she was getting like current day i'll do whatever the fuck i want american vibes yeah, going she on was like time for me to break into a person's house yeah i was like what i was like hold on we're not allowed to just do this stuff she was just and she says at some point i can go anywhere i want and i was like whoa yeah, i can go wherever i want and i'm like mm, you no. can't though this is not a place that has open screen doors that you can just walk into as if it's a patio. Mm-hmm. And neither is Chicago. Chicago. Where did oh, she yeah, learn she... this? Yeah, it's not like she learned that in Chicago. No, but right. maybe if she grew up in like New York or like Philly or some sort of East Coast city, maybe the Midwest Or even niceness. the South or something, yeah. which would make more sense because of like maybe her snowman mobility wasn't being brought on oh, because of the heat yes. of the South. Her proximity but... to the equator was too, yes, yeah. We we brought you to the cold to yeah, awaken it. Yeah, nobody's nobody's friendly up here. It's almost as though everybody's like cold and cold. frigid, just like our <laughs> our environment. We're all kept at arm's length with our little stick arms, figuratively and physically. You're writing so much more <laughs> subtext into this book, it's, and I love it. I'm having a great time. <laughs> uh, Rolanda, God, uh, Rolanda, Well, so Rolanda, uh, we have. The, there's Rolanda and Eli. Mm-hmm. There's Conrad uh, with like in a 
in a cabin up in the mountain mm-hmm. that is with Wolfbane and yeah. Aunt Greta. Uh, both described to have like old history, like white hair, and that Greta mm-hmm. used to live here, and maybe her mom did, but they didn't really say until later. And and but most of this book, I I agree with you, Paul. Like it's very good suspense, much more mm, than just I don't, kids wandering. Chad, please don't put those words into my mouth. Well, maybe not good. It's <laughs> it's setting a picture, a, a tone of like worry about what's up the mountain. Sure. Which is working better than most of the books, which is just like, well, then we just decided to go get some bubble gum and a dog <laughs> right, jumped out right. of the- me and the dog wanted to eat my bubble gum like, or, or whatever the surprises are of the midway right. point of these at books. Least, at least uh, Jacqueline is being active in this book. I appreciated the fact that yeah. she doesn't return to the same locations too often, which is a big problem with, with the Goosebumps books. You know, there's a lot of stuff that it like kind of avoids, but I will agree not like nothing happens through the first like three quarters of this book, but then it goes off the fucking rails. Yeah. I I will. I will appreciate that. She is, she's a very uh, active, aggressive character and Mm -hmm. that she makes things happen. Mm -hmm. Things don't just happen to her. Yes. 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 Which I appreciate. Yes. I agree. Uh, Too bad it's in this book. (laughs) 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 Jacqueline, you could have been a star. I was curious how it, how it was working for you in that, yeah, I was enjoying her kind of agency in, in terms of taking it into her own hands. I did the same way you were asking earlier, TK. I was like, but why do you care? It was kind of like my, like, why she, why do you want to see what's on the mountain so bad? Multiple people have said, there's a snowman. Don't worry about it. I mean, nothing. Don't go up there. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just pure curiosity, which can work as a motivation. Ameri- but I, I was, would say American exceptionalism is the problem here. <laughs> Oh, for sure. But it's also kind of like a snowman. You really want to? You really care? Go up there for a fucking snowman. There's fucking snowmen everywhere. (laughs) This could have been anything. This could have been like, was there already a Yeti book (laughs) or like, yeah, like any? There's so many good snow monsters. Any a snowman? (laughs) It it could be scary. I mean, I mean the cover snowman. the cover of Snowman's kind of scary, right? Yeah, like is if it? he if he like you know tried to kill you, it'd, it'd be a bummer. Like you wouldn't like that. I, I mean, here's here's my uh, thought with it'd be a bummer. Why, yeah, it, it it'd be a real blow. <laughs> like in my mind, rereading this and seeing that cover, I realized that in my head mm-hmm. that I was combining you ever like combine two pieces of media that have nothing to do with each other just because there wasn't your brain sure. like at a certain mm-hmm. time of your life mm-hmm. to me this book with the snowman with the red scarf and that big frown was the same story as that classic campbell soup commercial where a kid comes in from the snow oh, yeah, and he's a snowman and, and, and he's a snowman and he melts i always thought that snowman coming in was fucking horrifying like i <laughs> I, I i thought that thing was a real scary kid that guy in that commercial i'm like yeah I can see this thing being scary in real life. Yeah, I'm with I, you. Um, so I have never, ever found snowmen scary whatsoever <laughs> until uh-huh. my adulthood when I saw that one episode of The Office where uh, Dwight and, and Jim are having like the snowball fight uh-huh. and then Dwight makes like 50 fucking snowmen in the parking lot. When he, I don't and remember that. He, he so like Calvin's him. Yeah, so basically there's like one episode where they're like fighting each other and stuff and it's it's one of the few episodes where there's like a clear Dwight has the upper hand uh-huh. on Jim. <laughs> and they go out to have like a snowball fight out in the the parking lot and oh. 
Jim goes out and there's just one snowman in the parking lot and there's no Dwight. And he's like looking around. He's like, where the fuck is Dwight? And Dwight comes out of the fucking snowman and like pelts him with all these fucking uh, snowballs. Some of them have rocks in them. He's like bleeding. Sure. <laughs> I love this version of The Office where Jim just gets murdered by Dwight in the parking lot. Yeah, I love this yeah. And so at the end of the episode, he goes out at the, at like... <laughs> At, at the end of the episode he's going out and it's like during like the outro stuff they get outside and jim and pam and it's while they're married i think um mm. and jim and pam come out to the the uh parking lot and there's like 50 fucking snowmen dude and he's just like using an umbrella he's like slamming into snowmen he's like fighting them and shit and he's like trying to corral her towards the car he's like run just run <laughs> and like dwight is laughing and watching from the roof of the building all right that's creepy but like that idea of like going out and there's like 50 fucking snowmen and one of them could have a serial killer in mm-hmm. them or something that's that's pretty that's, good i mean that's scary yeah i mean we all know how scary that that movie poster was that was like uh mr policeman i gave you all the clues whatever that murder mystery of the snowman was that was you guys remember that? No, I don't yeah, remember I don't. that. Please, please <laughs> let me know. There's what like that a is. movie that bombed last year with Michael Fassbender that like was a detective movie called The Snowman and just the Snowman. Mo- he- Michael Fass. Uh, let it show on the record yeah, for this yeah. podcast that I am googling Michael Fassbender <laughs> Snowman movie. Yeah. Also, there's just some nice pictures of him just making snowmen with his with his oh, family. Oh my gosh! What is this? This is like a bomb of a movie that I always meant it to see because uh, I think in interviews there was something where like I'm so sorry I'm I'm misappropriating <laughs> this quote without reading up again. Uh-huh. But it was like the director like after they shot the film and the reviews for it were so bad was like oh I guess we just kind of missed some pages in the script so there's like that's why what? scenes are missing. And I'm like, it was like, that was the explanation for it? Uh, I've always wanted to see this mess of a oh, movie. There's so much blue filter. Oh my goodness. That's a lot. That's a lot of blue filter. It's a lot. Yeah, it's very blue. It's incredibly blue. Uh, I think look at the, the sad, little sad snowman. That little look sad, the sad snowman. snowman. That's the saddest thing I've ever seen. I'm That might be a, a person's it. body in that snowman. That <gasps> might you be. You think so? He's hiding people in the snowman to like preserve them? Oh. oh, uses snowman as his calling card. Okay, soon oh. the first snow will fall and the hunt for a killer begins. I feel like it would be easier to track killers in a snow because of like the footprints, the footprints and, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would think so. Well, and because cold is so, it's like it makes it so difficult to maneuver. Like you, you run out of breath. You run out of energy. Your little fingers get uh, all like hard to use and stuff like that. Your fingers get all, yeah. And yeah. then it's like, then you just look for a person in like a blood-stained parka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, also at that point, all you gotta do is you just gotta round up all the suspects and be like, you have to make a snowman now. And then like hand analysis, <laughs> handwriting analysis, you can be like, that's the guy. That's, that's snowman that's right the snowman there. Guy. That's the work. That's what I never understand is just like, you have to, you have to make a snowman. Okay. You have to, like the the episode of um Brooklyn Nine Nine where they're like okay sing I'm like why would you sing anything like you right sang right just <laughs> during that do why worst. would you make a snowman anything like you making a snowman? well you know what because in this movie I believe that Fassbender is uh, he's an artiste and he cannot oh. he cannot sacrifice his art for anything I think that's Fassbender in general that's true um yeah 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 you know <laughs> uh. Can I just add this quote just for clarification? For the sake of, of Please, uh, accuracy, 
found this on the Wikipedia for the snowman. This was the quote I was trying to remember. Okay. Uh, in response to the negative. Also, if anyone's listening to this podcast has, saw, has seen this movie, please write in. Goosebuds at gmail.com. Please let us know. Uh, in response to the negative critical reviews, uh, Alfredson, the director, blamed the heavily condensed pre-production and rushed filming schedule in which 10 to 15% of the screenplay remained unfilmed. This led to narrative problems when editing commenced. Now, that happens all the time. I totally buy it. This would be just editorial adding that. Like, that, that happens. You cut scenes. Mm-hmm. But the way he phrased it is this quote. Our shoot time in Norway was way too short. We didn't get the whole story with us. And when we started cutting, we discovered that a lot of it was missing. It's like when you're making a big jigsaw puzzle and a few pieces are missing so you don't see the whole picture. So they had trouble in editing because they just didn't shoot some of the scenes. Mm. Which is like, I can't wait to see this film. You think this is I, like, I've been wanting to... It's like that 30 Rock bit about the werewolf movie. They shoot up in... Where did they shoot it? They shoot it in like Norway <laughs> or something. They have 10 they seconds They have like of 10 seconds of daylight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally that. Totally. Um... Why were we talking about this? I'm sorry. Sorcerers. Uh, We were trying to. Uh, We were talking about why, like, why would you ever go up to the top of a mountain? To see a dance. Because there's a snowman up there. I I guess just out of pure curiosity. If Michael Fassbender made it, I would go there to see it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you just told me Fassbender's at the top of a mountain, it's like, I would love to ask you about your process of being Magneto. I would (laughs) like to talk to you. (laughs) So Michael Fassbender, the actor, or Michael Fassbender as the serial killer in that? I kind of, I'll kind of take any fastbender. I think I'll take like you know, I'll even take a, a, a murderous fastbender, glorious bastards fastbender. Oh, I don't, I don't like that fastbender. Does he play in? But Inglorious he's Bastards. a good guy in Inglorious Bastards. He's a he's like one of the guys. Oh, he's in a the, spy. The bar. He's a spy. That's scene. right. That's right. Okay, good. Okay. And he and he counts with the wrong oh, fingers. Oh, he's yeah. the English spy. Yeah, he's, yeah, the, he's, he's, he's posing spy. posing as yeah. a Nazi. You, you said it, and instantly I was like, I think he's a Nazi in that chat. chat. I don't not actually. I think I... that's how you. I think that's not. I think that's how you count to three in both German and yes, language yes. because the other three is the W. Yes. Oh, smart. See, look at he just really transforms. He becomes any of these actors, including a guy who builds who builds snowmen. Maybe or and puts, him, snowmen. puts him in snowmen. So, so he's a sorcerer. This mountain has okay. sorcerers, is what we find out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I think the lead mm-hmm. into it is really that Jacqueline uh, decides to go up there. You're right, you're right mm-hmm. Paul. It's that American moxie. I don't need to wear a mask if I don't want to, and I'll go exactly. up to the top of a mountain if I don't need to. Exactly that kind mm-hmm. of ignorance, yes. Yeah, and uh, her friends, Eli and uh, Rolanda basically just kind of stall conrad like they go up to conrad and run down the mountain to buy him time and that to tk's point is entirely their purpose in this book that is essentially what they were put there for yeah Yeah, i'm just like what a dog could have done this yeah she could have thrown a rock down the mountain and and conrad would have gone after it probably right conrad's dog could have done this yeah she could have befriended wolfbane (laughs) and oh that would have been a way better payoff right uh, so man. she, they find out about yeah. So she, she goes and sneaks Maybe by. The dog is the snowman. Anybody could have been the snowman at this point. We had <laughs> it was so uh, yeah. What a mystery! It could have been a winter werewolf. Oh my god! <laughs> it could have been anything that was cool. It could have been anything that was I'm cooler. Than losing a it. Although there is a cool monster, cool-ish monster at the end of this, right? Like sort of. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. Someone, someone's other like D and D campaign just came into the end of this book. I think. Yes, like, yes. So, like, does she discover about the sorcerers before she goes up to the mountain, or does she discover that when she's up there? 
I it kind of all blend together. I in my can't brain. remember, but uh, like I remember someone telling her that the sorcerers were just screwing around. Oh no, Gre- I think Aunt Greta tells that her that there were. Greta basically lies to Jacqueline like ten different times mm-hmm. about why they're there. Either don't listen or ignore it or don't worry about it. And then at one point she's like, "Okay, listen, there were sorcerers and they made an evil snowman. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, we and everyone chased the snowman up to the hill. Just don't go up there. We don't know what happened to the sorcerers." Mm-hmm. Don't at all think about how the fact that you have two missing parents and and two yeah. missing other characters in and this you book. explicitly said that you haven't seen your dad in the first two paragraphs of this book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were two sorcerers. Never mind all the foreshadowing Never that mind. proves that your mom fucked up. I actually thought they might have gone for the not necessarily dumber, but like still another doesn't make sense version of I thought they were going to do a thing where like Greta and Conrad were somehow the two sorcerers mm-hmm. uh, only because they kept talking yeah. about them both having like old white hair uh-huh. and like th- there were secrets and the Greta had come here before and Con- I thought that was going to be kind of the twist and it's not too far off no 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 um, yeah CK you were 100% right though because I definitely wrote fuck the snowman as the second <laughs> note in my notes right I just saw and it's it. like even though even though we realize that like the snowman's kind of not really her dad it doesn't really matter because the snowman definitely is probably her dad <laughs> okay yeah so let's let's get to the point let's get to the talking to the snowman yeah right? she, she sneaks past conrad with the help of her two friends who were only there to help her and uh she has a, a nice little adventure getting up the mountain she goes up a circuitous path and it, the cliff starts to get all shallow and she has to bunt you know, push herself up against it, and she's like, "I'm gonna see this fucking snowman. If it's if it kills me, I will go see this snowman. I'm gonna do it." She's gonna do it, and she gets in to the to the little cave, the beautiful cave made of pure uh, crystalline ice, just like Frozen. I was picturing just like Frozen mm-hmm, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And she gets in there, and uh, and she meets the snowman. <laughs> and um, Chad, if you want to take it, yeah. There's just something about the snowman of like a cliffhanger of obvious cliffhanger of. Oh, I was scared. And then she falls off a cliff, but then it's fine because she just climbs back up. So grabs, it wasn't really yeah. a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of stepped on the reveal of the snowman. Mm-hmm. The snowman. What what voice did you guys hear in your head when the snowman talked? Because I heard uh, Ray Barone uh, from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> H. John Benjamin. I heard Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito would also have been great. I'm not kidding. It's just like, hey. <laughs> well, it's it's just or this... Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. <laughs> now that I like, that's a great one because then it's Michael Keaton who also played a snowman. Yeah. Oh, my oh God, yeah. I Wait, forgot about he that. is Jack Frost, right? He. Yeah. He's in the movie where like you die and you have to win your child's love back as a snowman. Yeah. Right. That is that movie. Okay. That's Jesus the perfect. Christ. That's, that's the perfect casting. Yeah. Michael K- Keaton is great at playing bad dads. He really is. <laughs> Except for Mr. Mom, where he's a great dad. Well. Or is he bad? No, he's bad in that. Right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's bad because he calls it Mr. Mom. Right. Well, that's definitely. So it's kind of like uh, that's it's like this could a dad could just do this. Yeah. Mr. Dad. It's just Mr. Dad, Michael. All I remember is holding the child up to the air dryer, which is probably really oh, dangerous. Maybe a bad dad. Maybe a good dad, but a bad man. Yes. <laughs> like a bad yes. Yeah. Holy shit, TK, that's a hell of a log line for a movie, by the way. That is yeah. like, whether it's for Mr. Mom or anything else, maybe a, a, a bad, or is it maybe, maybe a, a good, good dad, dad, but a bad, bad man. man is a really fucking good, yeah. good log line. I like that a lot. Fucking at me, Michael Keaton. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, put that on this book. Put that as a tagline <laughs> for this book. 
Oh yeah, what is? I bet it's like you'll get chilled. Uh, it's, he's out. got a he's got a heart of cold, is what it is. Yeah, so it's, he's got a heart of cold. And I was like, does he have sure. a heart? Does that play into this? He's got yeah, well, sure. He's got a, if he's got a if he's got a penis, he's got a heart. I think. <laughs> right, because you need to be able to push the snow blood down mm-hmm. to the snow penis. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow that line, Paul. I follow that well, logic. Well, and it's it's magic, so <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, so this this Danny DeVito, Ray Brown, Snowman talk like, "Who are you? Who are you?" Just over and over, and and it's not until she goes like, "Jacqueline, Jacqueline DeForest," mm-hmm. and he says, "Say it again, Jacqueline DeForest." Doesn't doesn't mean anything to him, mm-hmm. but it's, it's treated as if that's like, going to be a big reveal, right? And then, do you know who I am? I am your father, <laughs> exactly like Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, and she says, "No, that's impossible." After it as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, with her bloody stump hand. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> yes. She oh, does God. yell no. She does. She yell says no that's just impossible like, too. Oh, she does because I because I did not read the book. I was with you until the bloody stump hand. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that all happens in it except for the yep. bloody stump. Uh, okay, that's good because I would have looked very silly. <laughs> <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> his story is insane. Uh, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. that his version of his, I am your father. Yeah. Your mom's a sorceress. I'm reading it from the book. So is your aunt. Your aunt practices all sorts of magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, for something about it, the fact that his arms went up as if pleading. It was like he's no longer being threatened. He's just a talking snowman at this point. With a scar? Doesn't he have a scar? Yeah, he has this cool scar. Yeah, but I still don't know what that means to have a scar as a snowman. Like, he has a dent? I also, yeah. And it looks like a dent in the picture to the point where I'm like... How do you know this is a scar? Also, where the fuck are these kids getting all these fucking scars? I thought about that too. Because she just whips up. Scarves, <laughs> gr- scarves are fucking expensive. Rolanda just whips one out of her like back pocket at some point. And, it- and they're just throwing them on fucking snowmen for no reason? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. maybe oh, how about this? How about this? Sherpia's export is scarves. They have like <laughs> a bunch of Etsy stores of handmade scarves uh-huh. that they send out across oh, the yeah, globe. Oh, yeah, Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's and that's their on. and that's their economy. What it's based around. <laughs> I mean, it would have to be at that point. Well, they have a mailbox, so they have. There's a mailbox in the picture, so they have mail. They can right? ship. They can ship out. I yeah, I think there's a post office or something. Yeah, so it's not. What the thing is is they have mailboxes. So not only is there a post office where they would typically go all to get their mail, but there is a postal delivery service. Mm-hmm. 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 The snowman has a tough life. That that's uh, that that mailman has a tough what is gig happening? here in Sherpa. Like that I it's hard to like figure out what a, a little girl was able to walk across this entire village within probably like an hour. So I think yeah. I think the mail stuff is a little redundant here. You can just take the package wherever you need to take it in in, in Sherpa. That's, that's very true. That's yeah. very, very true. No, the, the logistics of the po- of this infrastructure is very confusing. Mm-hmm. I just Yeah, I am I, titillated. <laughs> I just wanted to continue the 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 story the father snowman makes is that your mother turned me into a snowman when you were two mm-hmm. and she couldn't do it she couldn't turn me back so it was an accident yeah but she and your aunt Greta ran away from the village mm-hmm. and then Jacqueline's like your story doesn't make any sense and I think the snowman's like yeah you're right so she's come <laughs> now your aunt has come back to put the spell back on me. Yeah. Which makes no logical sense with what he just said. 
and Jacqueline is like stunned by that, right? She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's real. Yeah, you say mm-hmm. my aunt is a is, is a magic woman, mm-hmm. uh, and and then Paul or or, or TK using the wiki like what um, what happens next is basically uh, Aunt Greta shows up, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Who confirm says that's all a lie? Uh, it's just people making up story. It's like that scene where there's like two clone, like two twins, like shoot it's me. Definitely, not- yes, it's definitely that kind of vibe. The best part is that Aunt Greta, Aunt Greta shows up and she's like, I was trying to scare you into not coming up here. But every single time that Jacqueline brought up the top of the mountain, she's like, that's all bullshit, Jacqueline. No, but there's no snowman up there. She didn't. She did the opposite of trying to scare of trying to scare her. She tried to make her she tried to make her skeptical. And I think she was trying maybe some reverse psychology. Didn't work out. Aunt Greta kind of blew it there. You're right. You're right. If you had trusted in her with information like Conrad was at least like, don't come up this mountain. Yeah. But I just think Aunt Greta, Aunt Greta ruined her credibility in this moment. When in this uh, in this uh, clone situation, she really ruined her credibility. Right. Uh, which I loved the next part where, like, when she goes, "Your father, that's a lie, mm-hmm. a horrible lie." You just the someone going, "No, no." <laughs> yeah. He just over and over again, just like arguing the petty. Like they're not fighting to the death. Nah. No one's casting a spell. The snowman doesn't really count as a threat. It's just a Two people arguing in a blizzard. Yes. It's kind of a fascinating scene. Mm-hmm. Now, TK, you didn't get to this part, right? <laughs> no, I, I definitely got to this part. Okay. Um, okay. So you got to this part where yeah. you have the best fight over a book that probably takes, what, like two chapters? Oh, God, this fucking I was just bo- like, oh, I don't, I was like, why? <laughs> why, are we, why are we fighting over a book? Why? Yes. Why any of this? Like, because Aunt, because Aunt Greta's just ah. Why do you need a copy? First of all, why do you need a copy of a two stanza poem? <laughs> <laughs> a spell that you were pretty sure you were going to make for the entirety of your trip here. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. She planned her flight to Sherpia going. All right, remember the lyrics. Have a, have a There's correct eight lines. There's eight lines. There. I have to remember all eight lines. I bet I'm glad I have the book. I'm not only that, like yeah. this seems like an issue that could be solved over a long weekend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This why did you? Right. Why did you? Why did you buy a whole ass house? Yeah. And- <laughs> Hold on. What was Aunt Greta doing there? Uh, so I think she said, "Wait, all is right. she legitimately so- putting the spell back onto?" Yeah, because it only lasts for ten years, so she oh. came back to redo it. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, she's I, up. She's here to renew it. She's here to re up the spell. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why the fuck you need a a twelve year old for that? Yeah, do why that. Do on, you need a whole ass house. Leave the kid. Leave the kid in <laughs> Chicago. She's got a budding career in basketball. <laughs> you mean yeah? Sublease sublease the place in Sherpia at the very least. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, why did you even buy? Like, this is. This is a long weekend. Like, why is she move here? And you're going to make her go to school here and shit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still don't know if there was a school. I still think these kids well, might just, like, lose an education. I'm just like, why did you move here? Why didn't you say something like, oh, like, this could have been a thing where Jacqueline was like, oh, I can't believe I'm missing Memorial Day weekend with my <laughs> yes, friends or yeah, something. Right. I should be at the beach who, right now. Who right. leaves the country during July 4th weekend? Uh-huh. You yeah. Know? Uh, 
the Bulls are about to play the Jazz for the final, like the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I would really like to be in Chicago <laughs> for it. Yeah. God damn it, Aunt Greta. Why'd you take me away? But instead, they moved to a village in the Arctic Circle. Why? This is yeah. like something that you could have solved over a fucking Labor Day. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why they left in the first place now upon retrospect uh yeah like i'm not a sorcerer or anything but couldn't you do like a zoom call or something <laughs> have i have rolanda take an ipad up with like with uh 3g up there to the mountain and yeah. just say and just say the zoom spell conrad's the fucking sorcerer like fucking pull up facebook live and just be like hey yo what's up? <laughs> never mind guys this book this book stinks never mind I'm not standing so, by it anymore. <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about the scene you mentioned, Paul. This, this fight over the book. So it's that Greta has now the poem book that that Jacqueline has been suddenly kind of mentally re- recalling. She can't remember uh, the second verse. Mother yeah. Goose rhymes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she can't remember the second verse, but she is now convinced that that is the the spell. The rest of the spell. Greta's like, "Hey, what's up? I have it." Uh, but they fight over the book, right? The page is like, it's like a tennis match. The page is ripped out, mm-hmm. thrown over the mountain. A gust of wind brings it back Yeah, a, up. a Walt Disney-esque wind carries it back to her hand. Uh, yeah, I was going to say a uh, uh, an American Beauty-esque uh, bag in the wind mm-hmm. type page mm-hmm. flies back up. Mm-hmm. To Jacqueline, where she reads, "When the snows melt and the warm sun is with thee, beware, comma the snowman, for the snowman shall go free." And 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 this point is really tough for me because Jacqueline has the the page, yeah. and presented with like two pretty bad lies. I mean, the snowman's one's way worse. Mm-hmm. She goes, "The only way I'll know the truth is to say the spell." I don't know. Ask some questions, put them in different parts of the, of the room and ask them questions that they can't contradict, contradict from each other. Seems pretty simple. Yeah, a little deduction would go a long way here. Uh, yeah. You know, it seems real simple. It's just minding your own fucking business. <laughs> Damn. Stay out Damn, of it, that's right, okay. Just like fucking who gives a fuck about some fucking snowman. Like <laughs> boot up Xbox Live and fucking go get, it's like get a, a pickup basketball game going or something, you know? Oh my God. Oh, play the snowman for his soul. It's yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous because like I know what it is, isn't it? And it's an a subversion of expectations. Where, in fact, in most snowman stories, it's melting the snowman that actually proves to be your salvation. Sure. But in this case, the warmth actually endangers you more. Mm, mm. Mm. And so that's like a it's a horror ex- uh, uh, a subversion of expectations. So you'd be like, what a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. so that like finding out that her dad is Conrad doesn't feel so... <laughs> So lame, so lame as it is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then, yeah, she she frees the monster from the snowman, which turns out to be like a tongue beast or something, some sort of gross. Yeah, the description for it was so different than the genre I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the truth. Yeah, the truth is the sorcerer, your parents, Mm -hmm. made a monster and went, oopsie. So we'll just pack snow on top of them as if we're like putting newspaper down on a spill. Is how I read mm-hmm. that entire thing. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially what they did. And 
And that imprisons him up there, I guess, because of the cold, even though it said that people in town were, like, worried that the snowman would come down and, like, mess up the place. Yeah, I'm not, so... sure, what was, I'm not sure what was holding this monster back, really, other than it looking like a snowman. Maybe it was embarrassed or something. Maybe. That might have been what That's it was. That's about all uh, I can Yeah, I want to try to find a description of this monster, because like you said, Paul, it's like red tongue. Oh, my God, this fucking monster. It was lech- uh, it, it sounded lecherous and gross. I didn't like it. <laughs> it sounded like a Diablo t- two like yeah. low level grunt. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, it gets it gets punked pretty hard. Uh, it gets its ass beat by a bunch of snowmen pretty easily. So I would say, yeah, probably a low level Diablo two minion. I was just thinking about like the cover and how good it could be if it were like this, uh, like a close up, but from like a slight tilt above, like a bird's eye view close up of like the snowman's face and like it's stick hands touching his face and like the the snow like melting in like these big red rivulets down its face or something oh, yeah. because it's red underneath the snow. How fucking scary would that be? That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. But it's the snow melting. It's not blood. Right, 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 right. Blood on the cover. No, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here's the description, by the way. I did just find it on, uh, in, the, in the last 10 pages of the book, you see what the monster is. Uh, a monster, a r- ugly, snarling, red-skinned monster. Its head and body were covered with crusty red scales. Its yellow eyes rolled wildly in its bull-shaped head. A purple tongue flapped from its jagged tooth mouth. So it's kind of a devil. It's kind of just a devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An impish devil, yeah. An and actually, devil. like, the the cadence of the way that it's actually described, its head and body were covered with crusty red scales. Its yellow eyes rolled wildly in its bull-shaped head. It's so similar to where the wild things are. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't made that connection. Yeah, it's so, it's so, in like, that immediately put an idea of, like, where the, because their eyes, their eyes roll mm-hmm. back and forth in their head, mm-hmm. and they snarl with their jagged teeth, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's such, like, a where the wild things are kind of cadence Yeah, to me. definitely, definitely. It's, it's creepy sounding, and it's, she unleashes this terror upon the earth by stupidly reading the poem, uh, you know. What a fucking, wait. Go ahead. Why did they keep the poem if... I, the poem T- could <sighs> TK. There's so many questions at the I, end of this. I, book. Yeah, I also thought this was like a random house published poem. I was very confused by it. <laughs> right, right. Why? Wait. So she. So what was the spell to keep him from melting? Yeah, it wasn't the poem that they read. Oh, so they had to have. You're right. Maybe, okay. Yeah. In, so like, what's the <laughs> in Greta's defense? Maybe the rest of the book was all of the things she had to say yeah. to keep it as a snowman. Roses are red, violets <laughs> yeah, are blue. Yes, yes. <laughs> Please save the fucking snowman. Thank you. <laughs> nice, nice job. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, bring it home, Aunt Greta. <laughs> all the other beatniks, like yeah, yeah the sorcerer yeah. beatniks. Wolf, Wolfbane is snapping over there. Yeah. So yeah, Aunt Greta. Is a sorceress or isn't a sorceress? Because I I know that um <laughs> she tries to throw the piece of pla- paper off the cliff. Uh-huh. Y'all ain't got a fucking fireplace. <laughs> gonna burn the <laughs> again. I don't know that her her uh for her like planning is very very good because like no. you said yeah. this could have been a weekend. Also could have burnt the book uh that could bring this thing back to life. You know. Yeah, because it's like uh I know the snowman told. Jacqueline that the Ana is a sorceress, but I think we could also assume that he was lying. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. especially because like later Aunt Greta had told the truth. A monster was trapped inside the snowman, not my father, which is implied from the snowman because the snowman's a liar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, now I don't know if we can even trust that Aunt Greta knows how to do the spell. Right, right. Who do we yeah, who do we even believe here? Oh, so yeah, why the yeah. Fuck do, so if she can't even do the fucking spell. I took Greta as, you're right. Yeah, she should be able to do it again unless it's like she's a lower level where she can only do the patch job and she can't do the uh, mm. the full job. You know what I mean? She's like, I can I can patch up your wall, she's, but I couldn't build a wall. Yeah, she's, a, she's a sorcerer's apprentice. She doesn't have the cool cap yet. Right. Sure. That, that maybe would logically work, mm-hmm. I guess. This is, yeah, because this is the thing. It's like, Okay, so Aunt Greta is throwing away this magic spell poem, Mm -hmm. but presumably she has other spells. Did she actually show up to to help with this magic spell or something? Or did we just move here for no fucking reason? Okay, so this whole thing falls apart if you start asking questions at the end, because... (laughs) After she, after after she like re- like I guess you know she releases the monster and they're about to be destroyed. They see snowmen, a, a, a horde of snowmen, all the snowmen from the town uh-huh. running up the mountain, and we think, oh no, the tongue monster summoned his his snowmen buddies, and they're gonna come and they're gonna they're gonna finish them off. And they get surrounded, and the snowmen go right past Greta and Jacqueline, and they go right after the monster. They jam them into the wall. They freeze them there, and then they chill. And they're just hanging out, watching. And Conrad yeah, shows they pu- up, they, right? They push him so, yeah, and they push him so hard that he just goes into ice. Mm-hmm, yeah, they they re-ice him, and uh, and then we we find out that Conrad, you know, is is Jacqueline's dad. He's the he's one of the sorcerers. He's been hanging out in the mountain to protect them from the monster up in up in the up in the uh, up in the cave. But again, you ask another question here, and you go. If he was able to just go and like whoop this thing's ass in like two seconds, what was holding him back this entire time? Why didn't he just go up there, roll up with his snowman crew, <laughs> and just You're and right. just put, and just lay the beating down on this monster, and then go find his daughter that he abandoned? You know, ten, maybe ten Conrad years ago. was just like meaning to get to it, right? It's like a project in the front of the yard. You ever have those where it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll dig up that rock, like, yeah. and I'll replant the rose bed. But like, oh my god, at some yeah. point, at some point, I'll yeah, right. Now that these kids, yeah. I understand that the the tub's not really holding water right now, and I do need to call a plumber for it. But I see how I could I could probably do this myself, and like it'll take like three hours top, and then like eight years later, yeah, yeah and then you've lived yeah. with it for eight years, right? Yeah, and now that your aunt, your your sister in law has like just shown up in town, you're like yeah, guy, fine, I'll I'll do the the snowman spell. Let's get fine. Take care of it. I can watch mm. the game later. And he's watching the Bulls game on TV. Mm-hmm. Like he's. <laughs> Uh, he was gonna leave that weekend specifically to fly down to the bull game, and she showed up, and he's like, "But I got ticket." Oh, <laughs> ringside for me and Wolfbane. <laughs> She's like, "Your daughter is here," and he's like, "But my but Wolfbane, Wolfbane. <laughs> but Wolfbane loves he loves to run." Uh, but yeah, they don't. They kind of just cross over. Where Conrad's like, "It's a kind of a long story." Your mother and I were making, you were messing around. She maybe bonked a snowman and we created this monster. <laughs> no, and your mother didn't fuck a snowman. We fucked we a snowman. We did it together. We did it together. <laughs> yeah. Your mother and I are swingers, by the way, with uh, Eldritch Beans. <laughs> but, only with, but only with Eldritch Snowman. 
yeah, magic oh, oh swingers. My, yes. <laughs> and they but then they don't answer what happened to the mom. I thought that was kind of fascinating. It was That's just like true, yeah. your mom got upset she wanted to move away. And uh I stayed because I owned it to the village. And then you don't talk yeah. about like, did you miss her? Do you, do you still love her? Yeah. Is she dead somewhere? I guess she said she's dead. It's just wild to me. This like, oh, and then she decided to move away and then died five years later. <laughs> we don't know why. She just got sick and died. Ha 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 ha. I'm like, yeah, hey, she's a fucking sorcerer. Right. She couldn't bibbity bobbity. Get that sickness out of my body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was... And that's and that's kind of the end of the book is just that reveal. And then the the RL joke setup of like, oh, man, what's great. But what about all these snowmen? And oh, my like, God. Hey, but... it's cold up here. Can we go back down? That's it. That's the big... Because here's the thing. Usually the last line, right, is reserved for the the ultimate twist. The ultimate RL twist. Yeah. But this time, he gave us the double twist. And he's like, I'm not going to triple twist. I'm just going to finish it off with a classic Steinzinger and be out. Yep. Yep. Snowmen are cold. That's the that's the, that's the the comic strip that, that's in your Sunday it's paper. The, where that's you go, the far side huh. comic strip for this book. Yeah. Oh, don't even don't even okay. do Gary Larson like I'm that. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not going to. I'm not trying to belittle it, but, you know, it's, it's a true. close to home of anything than a far side. <laughs> OK, but let like so when I like read the last part, because, of course, I read the last chapter just to feel like I really <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> feel like I really mm-hmm. uh, got something done. Um I know it's like weird, but because I didn't read anything in the middle, I have no idea whether or not there are uh, other adults in this town. No, are not there? really. I don't know if there are, and because of that, I assumed that the snowmen had been made from like oh, uh, okay, other people. TK, that'd that's be cool. a great point. The snowmen, right? All these snowmen are laying around, and there's there's a fake out where a snowman's head gets knocked off, right? And yeah, and I oh. like there's a moment right there, right? We're dealing with some spooky snowman stuff going on. All right, the head of the snowman gets knocked off. These things are totems, right? That are supposed to ward off the the evil snowman at the top Uh of the mountain. uh Have the family that lives in that house disappear. Have a spooky happening around it, right? Mm. So like, so like, this is my thing. This was like my theory because I didn't read the fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, Was that? Was that like these kids were being bewitched into making these snowmen for Conrad? Uh-huh. As if oh. these snowmen were like essentially his eyes. Oh, and so like shit. these kids were like being bewitched into it and stuff. Cause he could kind of like talk to the kids whenever they he wanted. Uh-huh, you know, right. he's like, Eli and Rolanda told me that you needed help. And it's like, fucking win. <laughs> yeah, they like. He, How? He, I like that. I like he beguiled them with. They whispered it into the fucking Eldritch snowman that they made out of their dead parents. I, uh, that's great. Book, book fixed. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. What I'm here for to fix R.L. Stein's. One of our favorite. One of our favorite things to do on the show is try to fix the book, and you just did it. Yeah, fucking at me, R.L. Stein. <laughs> TK, I want to ask you too. Like coming back to Goosebumps for this book, mm-hmm. even the wiki of it. Did it, did it did it kind of surprise you? Was there anything Woo! you were expecting that you didn't get or stuff that, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm kind of forcing you to walk down a nostalgic road for a moment. Oh, to see if this... I, I think that I can definitely tell that Goosebumps was what made me really appreciate present tense point of view. Uh, hmm. Unfortunately, the version of the book that I got uh, <laughs> jumped between present and past tense uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. 
So it's just like, it's like, okay, so these two lines. Aunt Greta's normally pale cheeks were red from the cold. Mm. She isn't very old, but she has had white hair for as long as I can remember. She wears it long, always tied behind her head in a single braid that falls nearly all the way down her back. And then all of this, I don't look like, I have this, I am this, I like this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need someone to talk to, I thought, sadly. We had yeah. left Chicago only left yesterday, uh -huh. but I already missed my friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, huh. You got you gotta you gotta you gotta remember it's and this is really important to understand that these books are being written stream of consciousness from the first draft. This is this oh. is yeah. 100%. Like, I, I can see the live journal timestamps <laughs> yeah. on these pages. <laughs> listening, listening to Panic at the Disco uh, yeah. write this chapter. Yeah, one of these still has, like, the screenshot frame from where they typed in the word. I say they as though it's not R.L. Stein. I'm sure it we is. Know it's a team. Where we know Stein, it's a team. R.L. Stein, like, types it in the, in the text pad on the phone. <laughs> just like, send to agent. Judging. <laughs> Forward me my next check, please. I what am I writing I'm... this next month about a about a scary sand spider? I'm I'm there. I can do oh, something with that. Oh, for sure. And these and for the longest time, Goosebump books were coming out month month monthly, month, right? Monthly, month, monthly month, yeah. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit mm -hmm. it, hit it. And I was just like, ha! But this is just one of those ones where it's like, I think I I realized very quickly I am not I am no longer the audience for this book. <laughs> um, <laughs> Number one, I don't find children endearing. I'm not going to care about. I just, I don't. And I that's don't know. Fair. Like, that's probably like I'm missing some kind of like, I, I never want a child to actually um come to harm or anything sure. like that. But I'm not going to care about a main character just because they're a fucking kid. Right. You you play clown games. You play, you win some <laughs> clown prizes. Like you walk into a serial killer's house. That's where he lives. Yeah. Like, when the, when the, when the, when the. When the Dude's wolf jumps on your face and starts uh, raking you. That's what you get for yeah. breaking and entering, Jacqueline. Don't break into a person's house. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like you swim in the ocean and a shark bites you. That's where a fucking shark lives. You're in like, the shark's house. Yes. Get you, out of this You house. went to the snowman mountain. You're going to get thrown off a mountain by a snowman. <laughs> by a snowman. A devil snowman. After everybody in the fucking town. So fucking. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. These fucking privileged ass white girls. <laughs> everybody in the fucking town's telling her not to go to the top of the fucking mountain. And she's all like, I go where I want. Bitch, what the fuck? You just got here yesterday, Jacqueline. <laughs> You don't. You've been in this town for five fucking minutes. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> it kills me. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, if I tried any of those things at this child's age, I would be. I will first of all be be dead because I was I was very brown. <laughs> but also, <laughs> you don't you don't have brown kids fucking around in a, in a horror book for very long. That's for sure. <laughs> But, like, it's just also things like she's fucking insufferable. I was like, am I supposed to be rooting for her? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I get it. She's, like, rebellious teenager. And all of it's written in, like, the rebellious teenager dialect. And that's how I could tell it's not, not written for me because there's, like, phrases where it's, like, weird. My aunt says that I should have a, a bigger vocabulary. Or, like, this oh passage God. where she's yeah. like, 
The little square houses along the road didn't look real to me. They looked as though they were made of gingerbread. Mm -hmm. As if I had the new new sentence, new paragraph. As if I had stepped into some kind of fairy tale. New paragraph. <laughs> Except it wasn't a fairy tale. It was my life. New paragraph. Oh, I love my this. totally weird life. <laughs> new paragraph. <laughs> I mean, why did we have to move from the United States to this tiny frozen mountain village? And I'm just like exhausted. Thank you for giving us that writer tear down there. I love that. <laughs> it's just like, it's just not for me. If I were 11 or 12 years old, I would, I would eat this shit right. up, even though I'd be like a fucking snowman. Right. Yeah. I'd be like, let's go, let's go snowboarding or something. Right. Like, let's go like sledding and then maybe yeah. we'll run into a snowman. But mm -hmm. yeah. But it's like, also, this book was written in 2003, released in like, uh -huh. like 2006. It's like at 2006, I was I was 19 years old, mm -hmm. uh, October 2006 when this was released. This would have been out of touch for me as a 13 year old. Wait, that can't be 2006. Wait, 2006. Yeah, I think this can't one, be right. I, I think this was re-released yeah. in 2006. The original apparently is from 90, 1997. Which is why oh for that's real? why oh sorry yeah reprint that's okay sorry. that's okay because I that I that's why I was like again she got pulled out of Chicago during the prime the prime Chicago oh yeah time. yeah oh, was, I'm sorry I, 1997 even in 1997 I think I would have been like like as a 13 year old yeah. picking up this book I think I would have been like 1997 like you were Fear Street at that point Columbine already happened <laughs> and <laughs> things like that like there's scarier things than snowmen, snowmen right. I'm ready to fight a snowman if I need to yeah it's like like because in 1997 I was already doing like school shooter drills and stuff because like Columbine and mm -hmm, stuff like that mm -hmm. um and so it's like really yes <laughs> a snowman well that's why you upgraded to Fear Street TK because you're you're tougher stuff you know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I just think that this book was like a little out of touch is all. Oh. Just like a little. They're all out of touch. <laughs> They're all out of touch. <laughs> He's got a heart of cold. <laughs> I, dude, starting off with that level of pun. Oh, boy, what? RL. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I, 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 we'd like to talk about how like there's like a scale of like piece of shitness for like the kids in these books. And she's definitely, mm -hmm. she's reaching like pinnacle piece, piece of shit, Jacqueline. Yeah, she's kind of coming oh, yeah, into another sure. per another culture and another civilization, and just kind of like shitting on all of it. So I would, mm -hmm. I'd put her down on the lower yeah. tier uh, uh, of poop people. <laughs> yeah, she's she's being a real Tiffany about it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> a real Ashley. I think I think we've kind of nailed this book. You all, unless you have anything else you want to say or any grievances you want to get off your chest. Don't fuck a snowman. That's Don't what started this all. Don't fuck a snowman. Don't fuck a snowman. Yeah. Don't make a snowman to fuck, and don't fuck a snowman that you find somewhere else, especially. Yeah, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> TK, thank you for being on The Goose Buds. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, TK. It was a blast. Uh, it was uh, my pleasure. It was a delight. <laughs> Uh, obviously, uh, if you are just discovering the wonderful TK, uh, you can check out uh, her amazing uh, DM series uh, that just wrapped up. Uh, TK, I should, I should let you talk about Tales from the Mist, though, right? Yeah, tell people what you do. Yeah, yeah. So we just wrapped uh, Tales from the Mist, but right now I am the dungeon master for... Um... Indoor Recess, we're doing Mythic Odysseys of Theros, mm. which Ooh. is a... Uh, yeah, it's a... It's a 
ancient Greek or classical Greek themed fantasy world. Our storyline follows four young heroes as they join a hero academy and try to become champions of Theros, uh, a la Disney's Hercules or My Hero Academia. So, oh, I love both of those things. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's it's very fun. Uh, two of my players really love My Hero Academia, so I'm, I'm excited to lean in even more. Beautiful. Uh, it, it's a very late night program um, from 8 o'clock p.m., Pacific time to 11 p.m. Pacific time, which is 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. You stay up late. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's got all the cussing and and naughty late night (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons that you could possibly desire. A lot of after dark talk. (laughs) Yes. Oh, for sure. We talk about all kinds of grown up things like what your favorite Ninja Turtle Mm -hmm. was, (laughs) your Mm. favorite pie. Sometimes sometimes we play Dungeons and Dragons on time. (laughs) Rarely ever. Um, I stream more with Indoor Recess on the Indoor Recess Twitch channel, which is Indoor Recess Crew. And uh, uh, Saturday evenings at... I want to say 8 p.m. Eastern time, I do Spooky Slumber Party with Katie May, and uh, we we play a spooky game like Alien Isolation, which we're playing right now, and then when I get too chicken shit to play it anymore, (laughs) we play something soft, like Stardew Valley. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. Uh, Did you say where you could find the first series, where you could watch that on Twitch or on YouTube? I didn't. I fail at simple tasks. Uh, (laughs) Twitch.tv slash D&D. Okay, it's on the D&D official channel, which I think also Tales from the Mist is all on the archive as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find all of Tales from the Mist's uh, episodes on the D&D YouTube channel. Beautiful. Very cool. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I got to say again, like I only got to do a couple guest episodes uh, as reader in one of the last series, and you all were such an amazingly cool <laughs> group to play with. You were very inviting. Everyone had these like fully thought out characters with this amazing backstory it was very fun to get to come into like uh, a deep deep lore world and just be like i am a robot beep boop like it was so much it was <laughs> it was very fun to do uh and and tk a fantastic dm you should check out all of her stuff oh thank you if you ever want to beep boop onto theros let me know <laughs> i'm i'm considering it, yeah i'm rewatching my hero academia right now actually just for uh just for fun and because there's it's quarantine and it's a it's a very inspiring show so i'm digging that energy it's so fun yeah for sure right on uh yeah and also likewise uh if you're listening to this podcast and you want more goosebud stuff you can go over to goosebudspod.com all of our links are on there as well if you want to get access to bonus episodes we do every month our cool discord with amazing people who are uh constantly sharing dope shit uh you can go to patreon.com slash goosebuds and support us there and I think that's it, right, Paul? Is that is that our thing? Yeah, I just want to sign off by saying, uh, you know, watch out for the snowman clap. <laughs> watch out. It, it, it cold. It bite. It got some frostbite. You don't want to get that snowman clap. Uh, keep it keep it wrapped. Keep it warm. That sounds weird. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. I regret I, I regret saying that. <laughs> Kevin, save him. And 
now a reading from the Book of Names. We'd like to thank these Patreon supporters. First off, we're starting with Hollis Hornbeek, Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara, Michael McDowell, Cameron Murphy Audia, Josh Robertson, David Cron, Nick Hinkle, Mickey C, Nathan Dolezal, Fred Atkins, Mike Lanteri, Clayton C, Alecade, Buddy Morrill, Natu Pearl Henderson, Mel Dipson, Jared Mason, Jim Greaves, Zang Keith, Joshua Lopez, Danky McStanky, Afshin, Dango Twist, Jennifer Britton, Aaron T. Strunk, Victor, Zentacles didn't start the fire, it was always burning since the world's been turning, Brian Wells, Becca McWilliams, Stealth Bates, Patrick Reynolds, Joseph Miranda, Robert Moon, Scott Colopy, Jason Crooker, Third Sergio, Jonas Blatterman, John Keady, Miguel Pardo, Clay Castle, Kath, Christina Doling, Matthew, it came from fan mail, Matt, the half-court warlock bachelor, Reinfected, Sniggy, Tyler Penner, Maddie, Gregory D. Warren, Ishak Arafin, Mikey Jello, Alan Saylor, Chosen One, Sam Hash, Paul Grasso, Cody Redfield, Joe, remember to save early and often, Scott, Trans Rights, Rich Hilborn, Walter Frazier, Aiden Alexander Dice, Bradford Coulter, Jin K, Dylan Vaughn, Justin Wagman, Taylor Dierks, Joshua Jacobwitz, two in the slink, one also in the slink, all three in the slink then. Tommy got a tummy full of murder wasps, Hoey, Ryan Shell, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, Cardboard Walk, Trendy Moron, Leviathan, Rug, Up and Champ, Trent Davis, Alicia Grace, Vincent Modica, Connor Church, Heath Robinson, Luke Noodles, Low Belly Hate Me, Joe Gorman, Carl, Brock Graham, Hugh Bolin, Zam Bambino, Blake Alvarez, Space Tiger, Anthony Kuabara, Brooke X, Moil Oyster, Boney, Elusive Koala, Christian Vanskever, Yanni Markovina, Brian Hobgood, Joe, Zach Connor, Corey Shelley, Nathan Remick, Beezus Christ, Jordan Lockwood, Jake Young, Foolish for Deborah, Jeremy Lowe, Joe, Spooky Digital Ghost, Tierney, Anxious Serve, Tom Whitham, Devaldi, Kevin Hamilton, Valhalla Black, Llama Consultant, Patreon underscore donator comma yo, Carewise Gamgee, Reed Steubendick, Andrew Making Miso at Home, Jadzik, Joey Evans, Goose Time, John the Howling Eye Duda, Cameron Hansen, Nicholas Johnson, Elizabeth Steenweg, Eric England, Andrew Evans, Lord Cornwallis, Generally Depressing, Swag Bumps Night at Camp Yellow Squire, Just Garrett, Mike Roch, Haha, <laughs> gotcha. It's actually Spencer. Oh, Spencer. Goon Cahoots. Cardamom Birkenbino. Anthony from Let's Watch Something. Daddy's Happy Apple Boy. Dylan McCann. Etonomore. SNES Chalmers. I know I said SNES Chalmers. SNES Chalmers. I don't say that. I don't say that SNES. Yeah. Dan. Straightforward, non-funny name for Dom. I'm sure he appreciates it. Chris Pittman. Glenn. Jacob the Rough Hand. Buff Cat. Germ Juice. Sean Minogue. Jonas Ennevoldson. Dylan Eads. R.L. Slink. Boss Garretson. Zach Bush. Egg Baby. Dr. Worm. John Pigeon Hat Barber. Stinklitch. Calamity Carl. J.R. Chip. Chip Handsome. The Voyant. Claire. Jared Nudie. Alex Moon, the Robot Dog. Matt McKellen. Sarah Kemp. Nick Johnson. Tanya Turtle. Gonna interrupt you other two guys for a sec to plug my great new website, johns-story.com. Full disclosure, I looked up that URL. Looks like it's fan fiction about Halo, maybe? I don't know. 
follow at your own risk. Also, uh, check it out. Adam Morocco. Stephen Day. Chili Dish Gambino. Caden Franklin. Bad Vibes Jr. Oze. Brett. Ryan Carroll. Spencer Kimball. Sadie Kitson. S. Jeremy Bowser. Wacky Username. Robert Edward Hodgson Jr. Manuel Aviles. Megan McCormick Mason. Adam, you goofed. The Slink of Fate. Juan Jalapena. Ninja Bread Men. Note the plural. Jimmy Soul. Hood Lemon. Muscles Bear. Mud Bark. Matthew Stevens. Cameron. Jacob Foster. Got Little Old Moi Pretty Freaked. Milky Nug. Parker Lee. Dakota Campion. Russell Gore. Timothy Misodoulakis. Keith Halcrow. Clay McCarthy. Aogen. Ashley W. Wesley. Wade Norcross. Chris Keeper of the Mastosphere Nelson. Stinkline the Goblin. Nata S. Same backwards. Taylor Shedden. Wonderskin. Ham underscore boat. Nicholas Butler. Kelly Sestare. Jordan Slamsey. Raymond Hernandez. Comfy System. The Venomous Viper. The Crow Fence. Maggins. Zach Curry. Or Zach Curry. Cod Salmon. Flemily, Nicole Watkins, Matthew Sutton, Jeffrey Owen Cahey, Wolfslor, Who's Ryan? Who is Ryan? Who's Ryan? Kelsey Kinnamon, Peanut Burke, Dylan Napier, and we'd like to welcome these new patrons to the Book of Names. Welcome Kit, Xavier Jimenez, Dr. Chocula, and welcome new Patreon Rum Daddy, Brendan Arafin. Welcome new Patreon Robert Allen Cook the Third, Chris Brutrakis. Welcome Liam Neeson's Doe, and welcome Aislinn Jeline. And the Shrekonomicon. Welcome to the Book of Names. We love you all so very, very much. Everyone, please stay safe. Flypaper. The work of the people. Owned by the people. Supported by the people. Visit flypaper.fm.